0: Well, for Thursday, September 10th, welcome to Culture Shift here on 1019 WDET. I'm Amanda LeClaire. Thank you for making your gift in support of great public radio here in Detroit at WDET.org. We are going to get right into the show today, get to you exactly what you love. We've got great music coming up, some new stuff from Matt Behringer of The National just released today. Also, we'll be checking in with the Michigan Opera Theatres about what they've been going, have going on and what they will have going on this fall with the COVID pandemic in mind. But first up, we're going to be talking about books and films, actually. One day in the year 2054, a dental hygienist in Ypsilanti named Jared will unexpectedly discover that he has feelings. But no, Jared is not some sort of sociopath, he's a biological android and legally forbidden from experiencing human emotions. Jared's journey to not only win the right to feel, but to teach other androids how to be like, or maybe even better than humans themselves, is the story of a new novel called Set My Heart to Five by author Simon Stevenson. It's also being made into a major motion picture directed by Edgar Wright of Scott Pilgrim fame. I got to sit down with Stevenson to talk about why he decided it was time to write an optimistic sci-fi and what it's like to have his book being made into a film.
1: The the, the most important thing to say is that it's not a dystopia. I think, you know, we've all had kind of in one way or another a, a lot of experience of dystopias. And, and I kind of, my my idea of the future was that it wouldn't be you know, as dark as some of those things, but things would have gone wrong in just uh, a slightly more human way. So for instance, um, there's no longer a moon because Elon Musk has incinerated the moon in a hilarious prank. Um, And humans have managed to lock themselves out of the internet. And we've done that by, you know, when you you go to log into something and you forget your password and it sends it to your email, but then you've forgotten your email password because it's your old email account and it asks you to name your, your first pet and your favorite teacher. So the the sort of premise is that on a certain day in 2037 um, enough humans forgot the names of their first pet and, and their teacher and uh, that led to this kind of panicked wave of forgetting that led, led to humans being locked out of the internet um, and so obviously that had terrible consequences. Planes fell out of the sky and you know we lost all the um, you know all the movies and music and culture that was stored digitally was kind of all all gone forever. Um, but parallel to that, we had already kind of made some achievements. So, you know, we already had androids, which means that, you know, we now live in this in, in the book, uh, in the 2054, is this kind of strange mix of past and future in that, you know, there's no trains, there's no planes anymore. So you have to take the train if you want to go anywhere. Um, but equally, we have we have androids. And of course, um, the book is, is narrated by one such android.
0: And that android by the name of Jared was a uh, a dental hygienist bot here set in Ipsy, and he discovers his feelings. Now, you know, there is such a uh, there is a really rich history in sci-fi of this concept of robots, of androids, of these creations that are not quite human, but do human things for us, discovering their humanity and their humanity, their feelings. And that's exactly what happens to, to Jared. Tell me about his journey.
1: Yeah, it, it, exactly. So, um, so uh, just, just to sort of give you a bit of detail about Jared, so, so he's what's called a biological android. And so, what that means is he's essentially a human body. His body is, you know, indistinguishable from, from your body or my body. Um, but what's happened is the, the clever scientists that made him have identified in the human genome um, the part of the human genome that codes for consciousness and they've swapped that in for something that resembles kind of windows 97 so the idea is that he's basically a, a programmable human um, and being humans ourselves we're going to be obviously very wary of you know androids and robots as frankly we already are um, and so the idea is that as humans the only thing we're going to be better these androids at is is feelings and emotion that's really the only advantage we have over them so anytime any kind of android shows any hint of feeling anything uh humans are going to be very against that and we're going to immediately have that android wiped or incinerated so jared jared is in this kind of unfortunate predicament that he's going about his life you know for, for doing his tasks he's programmed to do um, and one day he kind of begins to have something that um, he shares a building with, with a human doctor and the doctor um, begins to think maybe, you know, maybe Jared's depressed and Jared says he can't be because of course that involves feelings and Jared doesn't have feelings. So um, they set an experiment. They decide that Jared's going to go and watch an old movie and they're going to see if if that does anything to him. And of course, Jared goes to the old movie and it starts him off on this kind of uh, journey of emotional awakening, which, you know, might be very pleasant, in in another situation but if you're if you're Jared you have this organization called the the Bureau of Robotics whose whose local branch is actually in Ann Arbor Michigan um who are uh, you know going to going to come after him
0: when we think about this theme this this sort of sci-fi theme of of androids of robots transcending the limitations that we put on them we often force for the story the narrative often, often forces them into a violent survival um it, but Jared Takes a different route, where he's so influenced by the films that he's watched uh, that he wants to then show his journey through film itself.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so Jared is a um, you, you know he's the narrator of the book, and I, and I suppose I'm always drawn to to under underdog stories because normally when you see the you know the humans versus android story. It's usually told from the humans' perspective, isn't it? And you know the robots are the bad guys who are who are determined to destroy us. Um, so so yeah, J- J- Jared is is the opposite of that. He's he's you know very much the the hero of the piece. Um, and he yeah yeah he's heavily influenced by you know the movies that he sees, as we all are. And the challenge for Jared is that in 2054, you know mainstream movies are really just going to be you know, one, you know, you know, a giant five hour long Marvel extravaganza about killer robots. But Jared finds these other movies. He finds these small theaters and actually Detroit is is the first place where he sees one such film. So he goes to Detroit and finds this old, you know, tumble down art house theater. Um, and they're showing a, an, an old movie for, from, from the 70s. Uh, and most of the movies, though, that Jared sees, they're kind of the movies that I came of age with. So they're movies like, the Shawshank Redemption and Forrest Gump and what they all had in common, I think was just huge amounts of heart. And of course that, you know, that, that speaks to Jared and, and that's what sets him on his journey. Where, where the idea came from is I was, um, I had moved to live in the San Francisco Bay area and, uh, I found it a, a very strange place because, you know, there's so much tech that goes on there and, you know, a lot of the people you encounter, are you know, working on, you know, flying cars or something like that um so 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 you have the sense that the future is quite nearby and then but the other part of it was my day job was i was writing a screenplay at an animation company who are um well known for the emotion of their movies so i think you know the combination of you know living in what felt like a reasonably futuristic place and spending my time thinking about emotion and movies, I think probably it's, you know, uh, I, I, I think that's probably the genesis of uh, my screenwriting Android.
0: And again, we're talking to Simon Stevenson. He is the author of the novel, Set My Heart to Five. As the writer of a book, which is being made into a movie, by the way, from uh, directed by Edgar Wright, as the writer behind it, what is this process like for you? just try to see something that, that you wrote become a visual, a visual medium?
1: Yeah, yeah. G- great question. Um, I mean, I can truthfully say that this one is it, it's really a joy. Um, you, you know, I've been a, a screenwriter in Los Angeles for for some years now, and I like to joke that I've had every experience in, in the screen industry. You know, all the classic experiences from from terrible right the way through to awful. And uh, this but this has been very different. And um, uh, you know, of course, you know I'm a huge fan of Edgar Wright, as you know the rest of the rest of the world is. So that's a dream come true. Um, and then in terms of the actual the actual practicality of adapting it, um, you know, there's always changes I think that you have to make from the from the book to the screen because you know they're just different mediums, aren't they? But it's funny I've you know I've adapted other people's books in the past and. I think I can generally say like, like I was always a lot more precious about their books and I was always, you know, wanting to make sure that, you know, the right, you know, I was true to the, you know, the novelist's vision and all of that stuff. But with my own one, uh, I definitely felt, you know, way more free to, you know, change things around as they need be to kind of. you you know, help help it have more more of the shape of the story. So I think partly that's, you know, with the book, I've told my version of the story. And, you know, the film is, you know, will be Edgar Wright's version of the story. And, you know, whatever I can do to facilitate that, I'm, you know, excited to get the chance to do that.
0: Speaking of another sci-fi, android related book that was made into a movie, uh, of course, Blade Runner. Which, when Ridley Scott took it into his hands, it, it elevated, you know, became one of the most beautiful movies ever made. But also the message behind it, uh, quite dark and quite heavy handed. With this book, uh, Set My Heart to Five, what was the message that you wanted to get out because you're using these sci-fi themes?
1: Blade Runner is actually a, a part of the book. It's um. You know, it's, it's Jared's favorite movie, of course, you know, when he sees that movie, it's the first time he's seen androids like him, him represented on screen. And it's, it's really a trigger for, you know, his decision that he wants to go and, you know, write a movie that's, that's going to change the way people feel. Um, I think I had probably, you know, Firstly, you write things mainly to, you know, hopefully entertain people, you know, hopefully to make them feel, hopefully to make them laugh. Um, you know, so I don't know if, you know, there's necessarily a huge message. I mean, I think the the two things that, you know, people maybe take from it are, you know, it's ultimately I mean it's ultimately a story about empathy and you know, having empathy for things that, you know, aren't necessarily the same as us and people that aren't necessarily the same as us. Um and I think, you know. A few people have told me that you know Jared's journey has you know kind of just you know reminded them of what you know the joy is to, to to be human and get to have feelings and get to you know experience these things um and then in in the bigger picture I kind of slightly and it's you know it's funny right now in you know the middle of a pandemic with California on fire but I slightly wanted to portray just a mildly more optimistic version of the future than we often see you know I think you know a lot of the and I love them but a lot of the the books set in the future that I read are all kind of doom and gloom and you know as I was saying I feel like you know I'm just a little bit more hopeful about the future